0: Welcome to Fundamental Fridays, where we provide you practical tips and tricks for working on or in your business. My name is Devin.
1: And my name is Thor. And today we're gonna to be talking about how to maximize your wealth and conquer the tax game. And we're here with Matt Nisler from ABDO. Hey, Matt. Hi, guys. I
0: just Thor. I know you what? got more and you. I no. liked it. No, I'm not. We're what? gonna keep this in the video. But I know you got more. No, you believe, I want to I, audience if you're listening, you wow. remember when Thor blew us away like two weeks in a row and you crushed it
1: i know i set the bar a little bit too high you that you,
0: you went I'm past take the bar it. to the it sky it is what it is but i have faith the next one you're gonna melt our brains next one because you had yeah next one not this one not right now this was good but i'm just like not a thor standard like we know what thor can do <laughs> seen some epic things and thor okay. messed up again because we have to give people an update before we get to you, Matt. So you just you wait right. a minute. I know. I know. We're hard it's, okay. it's okay. It's
1: all over the place. We started late. It is what it is. I know.
0: I mean, if people showed up in time, miracles would happen. But on uh, <laughs> a different note, <laughs> no, it's that traffic. No, I'm with you. We were driving here and we actually hit traffic. I was like, I'm super confused. Why are people going south? You should be going north. I don't understand what's happening.
2: It just dead stop. Yeah. Right. It just, yeah. It happened I, us. I was sitting there watching. I'm like
0: we could go yeah we could go nothing's yeah. yeah i'm like i don't understand this is not everyone took the their lakes. foot off
1: the brake at the same time we could just all just coast along yeah it'd no- be great
2: nobody's cabin is to the east
1: like <laughs> yeah we shouldn't be fine yeah
2: we
0: we're going dead south i'm like absolutely not we're in the heart of, <laughs> of minneapolis i don't understand what's happening it's the tunnel And it, but there was no traffic the other way yet i was like i don't understand That's okay though. So we did mess up, though. We're not supposed to figure out what our update is during the update session of our podcast, as my wife said, but we're doing that. So what is our update? Are you going or am I going? No, uh, I would say not a ton, not a ton. A lot of no. Okay, we did get a major we're having a major event this fall. We had someone really step up to the plate. I'm going to call it what it is for my world. Definitely a blessing from God it just you can't make this stuff up he came to the table is donating 20 to twenty five thousand dollars worth of stuff let's put it that way because I, I don't mean, want to give it away and uh we couldn't be doing now or doing without that another individual stepped heavy to the table and we have one in the back burner waiting to hear back from if they're gonna you know bring some help to the table like on the auction side and money and all those good things but either way mad events gonna be happening this september it's gonna be great shooting for 150 to 300 people it's gonna be a lot of fun uh <clears throat> kicking around doing a podcast beforehand maybe or at least having Gabe there to help figure out some content stuff we can do with the event but uh I mean I would say it was, it's going to be life-altering for us it's a huge event so I'm pumped
1: massive on that edge a Grand Slam and then on top of it it's Friday which it doesn't even feel like Friday it is Friday. I'm sorry but with the weekend or with the holiday Yeah, especially I I didn't. I didn't work. All thrown off. I'm like Tuesday, (laughs) Wednesday.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was at a bachelor party. That was another good update. I didn't last long. I feel like an old man now. My back hurts (laughs) from the sofa. That's a thing. (laughs) Uh, and then I left a whole day early and worked that day that I left early the whole day. So you know,
2: solid friend.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was more of an acquaintance in that group, and I you know I don't even want to tie myself. But you got to being an invite though, right? Yeah, I, do, I you know it's one of those like we want his presence here, you know. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Wow, <laughs> way to be humble about it. No,
0: I'm just kidding. I met really good people though. Well, you'll meet some of them, some good people from Minnesota. The rest are out of state. But outside of that, not a lot of like business advice updates or uh, hey, we landed this big client. But we did land a major opportunity for an event to raise. Oh, the event will be around, we can at least tell them, raising money to yeah. fight human trafficking. So that's really cool. Uh, big has a big place in my heart to just do anything we can to help stop that. So a lot of people don't realize it's, it's human trafficking from a sexual standpoint, from a, a labor standpoint, and basically slavery does still exist, and then uh, physical harm. And so all this, the raising from money we're going to raise will go towards fighting all that. So super pumped about it. And other than that, excited to have Matt on here. As you guys can tell, we figured out we're not too exciting, but we get really cool when other people are in the room. So we decided to bring other people on board. And then I'm gonna lower it. <laughs> no, you're not. You're gonna raise the bar up higher. Uh yeah, but give the audience Holy a bit of background here. on Matt. And then we'll uh, toss into his court. But who who is this guy in this beautiful salmon colored shirt? Is that the oh, right color? Right. Tell us a little
2: bit about it yourself. I think Matt. we're going coral.
0: Cold That's what world. they're telling me
2: today. Fancy. That's what they're telling
0: me. I knew, I was like, he works in an office. If I drop a color, he will tell me people were debating the color today. And I'm glad I was right. I started with pink. <laughs> Tax guy. Give him the background, start to finish. 10 seconds. No, but seriously, give us the background. Where did you start? Because I think it's super unique how you got into the accounting industry. I think you're a very non traditional accountant from a personality standpoint, which I think is a major asset in your court. And definitely what drew me. Thor and i to want to talk to you about business and work with you and ultimately work towards dare i say friendship and so yeah
2: fill us in well wow. well i'll say so out of high school i took a couple accounting classes and that's where it was for me the the locked in on you know digging into things figuring out answers and it made a lot more sense to me then so i decided that was the the career path i was going took a little uh sidetrack joined the national guard spent a little bit of time doing that during college um went to Mankato uh spent my whole time there and then interviewed got in with Abdo right from the beginning as an intern came back after a summer grew up that summer married did the whole life all the life (laughs) events and then I've been with Abdo for 10 years
0: Talk about so when did you get married right after you graduated
2: I got married 10 years ago
0: right right after you graduated college though yeah that's in uh first person I met that got married that quick so I was right I was going into my senior year of college and I got married
2: well we started dating right after I graduated high school so we
1: were together for a while
0: yeah I still like it though like you, you know you know ring
1: on it props on that end yeah. too. that's I like pivotal it. like life-changing events in that age range yeah we it was marriage getting a house doing all the
2: fun stuff fitting it all in I grew up I grew up in the summer that's what I
0: joke heck yeah <laughs> I mean. I don't know if we can call it growing up, but hey, you know what? We everyone's got their own name for it. But <laughs> you didn't meet me before. <laughs> oh no, no. I'm glad I didn't. No, you didn't meet me Ooh. before either. So I'm glad you did. There's mutual benefit here. So uh let's give people a little bit of background for context. Cause I didn't say we're gonna talk a lot about like ham hey, an entrepreneur, what should I know about basic like tax accounting principles I'm horrible at it so I'm sure he'll poke at me he's not gonna have fun with my taxes halfway through the year mm. and then we're gonna poke a little bit into I think you can speak a little bit to the enterprise side for mm. us for those who are 20 30 million give them some maybe tips they're not thinking about in the tax space and then just dive into some fun stuff about Matt and lessons he's learned in life in general but credibility first well I want you to throw a little bit out there so diving a little bit about abdo I mean they just bought a company. I know you won't admit it, but you crush it there. You have a great reputation. A lot of people like you. I've met a couple of the partners. <laughs> so uh fill us in on that, that your storyline as you're at your 10 years at Abdo and where you're sit currently.
2: Yeah. So I mean when I started with ABDO, we were about I'm gonna say about $20 million firm. Uh in the 10 years, we're now at, I think with this last merger will be about 30, 35 million. Uh we've have offices in Mankato, Edina. We added one in Scottsdale, Arizona. So right now we'll have one in Minnetonka as well with this merger. Um, so, I mean, for us, a lot of it's diversifying what we can provide clients. We're generally looking at mergers as a way to add services or quality people. Okay. And that's where HG and K came in. So we merged with them because of their people bringing in their skill sets into services that we provide and really helping our clients go to the next level
0: okay so diversifying services though i thought accounts did one thing uh so can you uh (laughs) expand on that for the audience
2: so you're thinking traditional tax you know there's a test which is the audit side financial side uh we convert into so we do full-time bookkeeping outsource cfo work oh really we do valuations for businesses um we have litigation support for divorces Uh, we do r d tax credit studies dang we do We just added an automation side, which right now is focusing internally, but will at some point probably go externally.
0: Automating?
2: Processes for the most part.
0: Focus on accounting though. Yes, so
2: basically we have a couple of areas that sell only to other CPA firms. Interesting. So that'll be a group that looks at that. We have another side that uh, we call Compass, and basically it's Power BI for what we created internally. We did all our dashboards, figured out what we wanted, and then turned around and started helping other firms and started selling that to them.
0: So I love this because this so announced. So a couple of episodes back, you may have heard it or not. We always talk about anything that's a B2C needs to become a B2B service. And more importantly, when you create something internally, that's a great tool. You should sell it externally to your competitors. And that sounds like kind of like what you're doing. Like, Hey, we're really good at this. Hence what Amazon did and blew up. So we're going to sell it to everyone else around us. And we don't care because we figured it out first. It was a differentiator, but it's not gonna be long-term, so why not make money on it? Well, it's new to the market, right?
2: Yeah, well, and first us too, is we spent the money and the effort into it for ourselves. Yeah. We had no intention of turning around. And then as we got through it, as we started talking to other firms, like, hey, we look at it this way, we've added this kind of dynamics behind it. They were like, hey, how do we, how do, we do that? And I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. We have the team internally. We'll turn it outward, help them. They're using the same software, same platforms. Yeah. So it was a lot easier to transition into that. But for us, it was worth the investment on ourselves, even if we weren't going to sell it. I like and that it. was the big part of it is like we needed it. So we were going to do it. Yep. And then it turned around and it was like, oh, there is an opportunity here.
0: So I'd say right out of the gate, anyone under uh, any firm, but our market's under 50 million, right? If you have a service you use in turning, that's super unique to you, don't don't see it as a threat to you to capitalize on it and sell it. So first lesson of the day for Matt. Yeah. A great practical example end. outside of Amazon of people doing it. So I love it. I'm in. <laughs> so Abdo and Amazon. Oh, there's plenty in between, but it's none no, that same, we know. Same no, level. It's like, same, oh, it's it is it. the same level. Absolutely. <laughs> Nissler's there. I mean, come on. You know, Bezo, Nistler, Battle. Sounds Nistler wins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> He's like native Ghost Rider. He, he
2: went to space. I mean, I can't compete.
0: <clears throat> well. He says he did. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Tim Paul hats on. Um, But (laughs) on to a new topic. What do we got over there for him? What what are we going to throw in this car? We start with enterprise. We start with small companies. How do we help out our audience today?
1: I feel like starting out on the small side. I would agree. Because I feel like that's where we kind of are sitting. And then right off today's topic, too, because you were over at Twin Ignition. Oh, man. Yeah, that was
0: an adventure. Yeah.
1: A talk for uh, another day. But I think that's a great place to start.
0: Yeah. So you're a startup. So I met him with a startup today. Super smart guy. Absolutely. Just talking about data mesh, data lakes, data catalogs, mm-hmm. integration of systems that can communicate all the same throughout all different departments and scrubbing it with AI. It was really cool stuff. Wanted advice on to so same with him, right? So he, let's say he's growing his business, right? He's like, Hey, I built the software. It's really good. I'm starting to sell it. I have to buy a bunch of stuff though for the business. I should just put it all in my own personal card and I should merge my personal bank account, corporate into one and just run, right? you just, You're like, just trying to get me mad. Yeah. You're like, <laughs>
2: you're like, let's make this as hard yeah. as possible.
0: No, but seriously, someone's starting it. Like picture, <laughs> uh, well, you, you start your own t- t-shirt business, right? Let's mm-hmm. make it super practical. i would sit at home. I have a really cool logo. I started it. I sell t-shirts, hats, sweatpants, but now I need to go. I have one set, so I gotta go buy it all. What What am I doing to make sure I'm Going about it legally with expenditures and uh, bank accounts and things of that nature.
2: I mean, generally, the first thing I tell people is like when you're a when you know you're going to start the company and you want to pursue something, open up the bank account. If it's a credit card, do the credit card all within the business. Because okay. the biggest thing is trying to track your expenses. For most startups, which I know you're having a problem with. Okay. Um, Tracking those expenses because you've already spent the money. So making sure you get the deductions. Yeah. Because the hard part is going back at the end of the year and going, well, what did I spend money on? And so you're going to pull up your credit card statement. It's going to be your personal. It's going to be your business. It's going to be your wife's stuff. And you're gonna be like, I, I don't know. Here's my guess. Well, it, getting it in the separate card, getting it in the separate bank account makes it super easy. Yeah. I mean, at the minimum, you're not missing anything. Right. And that's the big thing I push for is do that. At least get that system set up. The next step would be maybe tracking it in Excel, like trying to get you a little bit step forward, or even looking at QuickBooks, another software. You just you just st- <laughs> stick with the bank account. We're yeah. good there, um, but it's all about yeah, what Yeah, no, can seriously, do. yeah. So on that side of it, it's you know if you know a little bit about accounting, you can do a little bit. I mean, a lot of these platforms now you know link to your bank account. So QuickBooks, uh, 0 they basically import your data in and you're almost swiping left and right where it's going. Yep. So for that stuff, it's like you can do it in the car, you can do it, you know, when you're the passenger. Uh, <laughs> He's like, we're going to plug
0: it, don't just drive really down quick. the road. Yeah. No. Nope. Hey, hey why would you get an accident? I was listening to Matt Nistler and I started swiping. And I'm doing I'm my and taxes correctly. I mean, that,
2: that's what Thor's doing, right? When yeah. you're driving, yeah. it's yeah. just like, let's <laughs> categorize <laughs> expenses over
0: here. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not <laughs> a lie. It not <laughs> far off
2: face <base>, No. <laughs> But I mean, it's, it makes it super easy. You don't have to have the accounting background to get that in place.
0: Yeah, and I would say a big thing to hit on there, B2B versus B2C, right? I can, so yeah, we we don't have the cleanest uh, credit card breakup right now. Our, our limit's not high enough on our card. And so, <laughs> and I've just put stuff on personal because we're personally funding it. There's full transparency. I mean, we're not anywhere near in the black yet, right? And so it goes back and forth a little bit, but lucky for us, we have super low amount of transactions across the board. If you're in B2C, like the apparel company, you have a lot, please, for the sake of just sanity, in the B2C space, uh, space, please, right away, QuickBooks. It's like, what is? how much is it a month for QuickBooks? It's pretty the, inexpensive. I think the
1: cheapest one is like 30?
0: Yeah, it's like that, 30, and 35, it's like all the other tools out there with salesforce. Especially force. If,
1: if, from a mm-hmm. transaction standpoint, you can probably afford yes a system like that and again just from an efficiency mm-hmm. standpoint down the road right because mm-hmm. you're talking deductions and everything else it's you're gonna want that down the road mm-hmm. especially if you're being you know finding success with what you're doing
2: yeah. well, and it's a time saver because if you're thinking about it, if you're just going off the bank account somebody's going to go through all of that to figure out where it goes if you're doing it as you go if you do it as you go, <laughs> right, then you're saving that time. And you know what it was? You're not thinking back, you're not trying to find the copy of the canceled check or whatever it is to figure out who you paid. Yep. It's all there and it's timely. Yep. And then you can also start rolling that into actually knowing where your
0: cash flow is at. For those out there so a check is a square piece of paper, no. <laughs> Oh, I forgot you're too young. No, I I'm understand. so oh. people. Wait, have, have you written a check? I have. Okay. Yeah and a uh put it money order i've done those too so where do you sign it <laughs> bottom right corner nice Pass. nice try y'all actually like <laughs> he's though, like right? top left yeah. easy yeah. like yeah. <laughs> backside only cash checks <laughs> no
2: i'm just
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
2: cheesy so I, I haven't written a check in like 10 years <laughs> <I know>.
0: so. <laughs> so basically it, it, if you're in the startup space we really want to talk about get your bank account set up right run it through credit card definitely consider quickbooks I would say outside of that though on the startup like it's it's pretty much in a gig find yourself an accountant like that would be your pretty much your bundle those three make it palatable would that <clears> be a solid comfortable starters or is there something i'm missing it's really important
2: no i mean that's a big one because when you're first starting to a big side of what you're doing is how you're structuring the company so it's you know if you're a partnership if you yeah. have multiple people how are you <laughs> setting that up should it be a partnership should it be something different are you a sole owner does it make sense to leave that as a schedule C which is just reporting on your personal return there's a lot of options and that initial upfront what am I doing how am I reporting it how do I request my EA EIN with the right form type all of that stuff is great to invest in on the front end because you're getting everything yeah. set up the right way and you're not getting to the end of the year and you're like hey I set myself up as a partnership and it's like no, you have one owner. You can't actually be a partnership. So now we have to backwards. We have to go back. We have to fix it. Most of that get get the advice up on the front end. Okay. And there's reasons to be different ones.
0: Is not like, a big amount around or big piece around revenue, right? There's a little bit about revenue depending on your type. Okay.
2: So going from Schedule C to S Corp, a lot of people use the threshold of like 150,000.
0: Where do you start as an LLC real quick?
2: Like so if you're an LLC, you have options. So an LLC can be a partnership. It can be a disregarded entity or it can be an escort. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So whenever when I always go, hey, what are you? And people go LLC. I'm like, that didn't actually help me. Oh. Like, let's let's narrow that down a little bit.
0: LLC soul.
2: Yep. I remembered the words. There's more words there, but it's okay I know,
0: but I just stopped. <laughs> I didn't want to mispronunciate
2: it anyways so yeah going from sole proprietorship up to s corp you're looking at a, a net income figure yeah because you're looking at self-employment tax that's essentially the driver to switch to that um there's a reason why you'd want to be an S corp versus a partnership depending on industries or ownership got it so, so
0: if you have questions you can that, start diving down the hole. call line. abdo because we're not going to go yep. deep down
1: that hole well and on a similar token so obviously you're sitting here, and you're very knowledgeable. You're personable, you're enjoyable, easy to be around. How does someone go about finding someone like yourself? Obviously you're one of a kind, but outside that we're, we're talking- Abdo.com. Abdo. <laughs> <laughs> well, Not our website. Oh, are you yeah, serious? Well,
2: way to go. Abdosolutions.com.
0: Oh, so someone already had your domain. Um, yeah, <laughs> they did.
2: Yep. So we were like, we changed our name and couldn't get that one. <laughs> Yep. Okay, so, wait,
0: so uh, time of name. What does your name stand for? It's a name. It's someone's it, name. It
2: was somebody's last name. Okay, yeah. So our it. founder okay. was an Abdo. Okay. And so our founding family—they've had three now different. I mean, I would say generations, but two of them are brothers that have gone through our firm. Got it. Um. So we don't add names like you. You'll see some where yeah. they're like, "Here's another one, and here's another one."
0: Yeah, the Abdo Hagen Nissler Amberg. Yeah, way
2: room. way too many. So Just we. Ridiculous. Early on, we got to Abdo Eichenmeyer. And then we stopped there. And then it, recently we decided there's two trends to go to. You either went to initials or you went to a single word. So we opted with the single word, went to ABDO because that was everybody was calling us that anyways. And it just made more sense.
0: Perfect. Now he successfully cut you off in a very, not <laughs> no, plain, We're man, just avoiding the, how do you find me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He's just going rogue on us. Yeah. But <laughs> great question. How do they find a good accountant? I mean, there's plenty of people not in this area. What do they look for?
2: i would say a lot of it is is it's it's not just you know picking up the phone calling somebody out of the phone book which we get a lot because we're a so we're the first one um don't it's that's not necessarily how you need to do it what i'm saying is look for friends that have accountants uh if they like them look for other people that have great experiences Uh, and then on that side interview multiple there's nothing wrong with you know calling somebody up and asking like hey i'm looking for a new account i want to sit down and talk more than happy to sit down with people and go through half hour hour of hey this is what you're doing that sounds awesome you know these are the things i think you're missing or hey have you looked at these areas trying to help solve
1: their problems initially but really you want to find that person you connect with okay i like it any like questions that they should be asking like if i was sitting down with you to kind of vet you out in a sense like if i'm just novice and i don't know anything and obviously from taxes to someone handling your wealth management, you know what I mean? You can get some people that may talk mm-hmm. the talk but can't walk the walk. Mm-hmm. Any pro tips on that end as well?
2: I feel there's two areas I think you want to ask about. One is about their specialty. If they have a specialty and they this is going to be weird. You don't want somebody that has a lot of specialties, right? You want that makes sense if they're at a, a larger firm, you want to know that they're utilizing their resources. So what you're looking for is somebody that might operate in you know two or three spaces. And they're trying to hone in those those areas as their specialty areas um you know if they're saying like hey i'm a generalist i can do everything there is a degree to that that there is a useful place for that but as you grow that becomes less important and you want somebody that really knows your industry and then the other side would be is if you get a team or you get a person so i think the bigger side so how we approach things is we approach it from a team standpoint.
0: Huh sorry I didn't know that it just really threw me off I was like interesting well
2: the hard part is too like for example I go on vacation you have something that you believe is super pressing it's freaking you out you don't want to wait the week for me to come back from vacation to finally get your answer you know we have other people that can help you walk you through it they'll update me they might even call me on vacation hopefully not uh and we can help get you the answer so it's having that team approach versus if you go somewhere and they're like hey this is me I'm your person I'm the person you're only ever going to talk to well, okay, but who's the backfill? Who helps me when?
1: And so that's the side I think is important too. That's super good to know. And then from, and again, I'm just trying to picture me <laughs> sitting down in front of you. Obviously it, it's free, right? That's one of those mm-hmm. moments I think a lot of consumers get panicky or they're like, well, I, I don't have the money. You know, I don't wanna waste their time. It's never a waste of time because you're building a relationship. I would imagine that's yep. your standpoint.
2: Yeah, that's how we view it. Like, especially in those initial meetings, we have to invest in that relationship to get it kicked off right. So, I mean, a lot of it, even if you had someone before and you're moving that tax return to us, you know, we're investing time getting you set up in our system, figuring you out, making sure prior years were done right. And at the same time, having those conversations. No, we're not kind of the side of like, oh, you wanna come meet me? That is X hours and that's the dollars for the invoice. No, that's gonna be the, hey, let's talk, let's figure out what's going on and let's make sure we fit. Cause at the same point, we might also not like you. And that's the same side too. Cause it's like, we both have to have the same fit.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. And to be able to have a genuinely in, and you're so close to them, you mm-hmm. really know every single personal detail because you can see their finances. So I can see how that needs to be a fit on both ends, and that that's beneficial for everyone. Mm-hmm. So love it.
0: I got a great question for him, though.
1: Fire away. So, uh, how many consulting firms do you work
0: with? <laughs> You said make sure your expertise is in your field. And we just got to backtrack here. now. Well, do, do we want
2: to narrow down that consulting?
0: <laughs> or just going to keep that as the big bucket. No, we're going to make it easy. <laughs> yeah. big, bucket, you know? big bucket. Just big yeah. like, bucket. Yeah. Are we good? What you're good. Okay, cool. I trust him. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so before um, we shift to important uh, conversations on the liquid we're having, any high-level advice, top one to three tips for enterprise? Maybe stuff you're not traditionally thinking about as a 20, 25, 30, up to 50 million dollar company let's say
2: i think the first one i'd say is cash flow management so a lot of times you can watch where as you're starting to track that you're starting to hit those levels people start taking their eye off of cash and Mm. because you're getting to a level where you think you know things are flowing in depending on how your contracts are set up or if you're in immediate immediate revenue it all depends on how your income's coming in if you're not kind of keeping pulse on cash and where that cash is going it's very difficult to understand how well you're doing interesting because you can be that 25 30 million dollar firm but still losing money and part of it is is where does your money go you know we were just talking with somebody about you know they had to make tax payments and they're like I don't have the money for it they had a good year everything's going well but so where's the money it's all sitting in inventory you know, they're buying the next inventory loading up on it and that's hard because you know you're investing in future sales but at the same point you need to have that cash reserve
0: cash flow is king got to have that too much yeah you can lock it up in inventory and then uh uh accounts feeble. too many people rely on that mm-hmm. you're like hey have fun with that buddy <laughs> not a fun one so that'd be one i love that i think it's a great call out because i can see where yeah i mean you're doing 30 million a year you're like well cash is there we're good and it's like no it's not there you just looked at you didn't look at your cash flow you just looked at your end results and you think you're net positive so you're happy
1: mm-hmm. Nah. and nah. i feel like you're getting to like in parallel to like a personal standpoint it's like someone who makes 100k a year but they're spending like 110 yep it's like well where did it go like i I don't know i i think i make a lot or like i you know i'm good it's like no i'm going through your spending this is ridiculous like we got to start cutting stuff out like you gotta you gotta watch this
0: yeah and then you can't liquidate inventory right so it's (laughs) like you have the money Right, mm-hmm. it's like no, no, I'm still profitable. Yeah, but you can't liquidate it. Like, or you can, but it's not fun. We well, you're
2: just turning work. around and trying to force sales faster. Correct. And that's the hard part is now you're trying to speed up your cycle, trying to push it faster yep. just to get mm-hmm. the money back. In and the
0: then you're reducing, then you're giving deals, and oh. then you have low quality output because of speed, and then you kill the grass in my yard.
1: Ripple, ripple effect. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, Devin may have had a poor experience. He had someone come into Cavers uh, Lawn, and they were trying to move way too fast because they overbooked. I would imagine for the year and they and they
0: murder my yard bad. i had an aerated and seeded, seated and there's patches that are like i don't know how big for the audience that's listening six like feet. six feet by six feet just dead everywhere they're doing
1: drag because you can see they area. like
0: just started pivoting on the lawnmower one spot and just like drilling into the grass and just tearing it off you're like that's cool uh so that's fun so that was that was just uh, a way to vent i guess uh any other any other tip before i hop into the bourbon i think the other
2: side is just to keep You know forecasting and doing your budgeting i mean that's kind of the other side of it is keep your kind of model going and figuring out you know you're finishing a year what's the next five years what's the next 10 years look
1: like what's your future strategy looking forward to you like it and that's a big thing and that's something that you're really just going to be holding their hand on right it depends just trying to follow that i know some cro people who can do that right yeah i would totally agree but if if you're not great at that Mm -hmm. in the slightest and you're just like hey I want someone to hold my hand like you guys are able to do that or you would be helping for sure yeah I mean
2: we do that and it's different levels like you might have the person that's like here I know all my revenue for the next five years here's this the forecast okay then we'll come in and be like here's what your expenses are going to do to match what's happening or it's hey we know kind of the whole gamut we know what's going on we want you to look at it because it doesn't make sense and that's that high level approval we can kind of help give to you just hey you know, looking at this, you're not really adjusting for inflation. You're not really looking at this. Hey, you know, your sales went up by x, but where's, you know, your cost of goods, where's going?
0: your cogs going? Yep. Got a lot <laughs> of those. the good old cogs. <laughs>
1: Heard a lot about that last night.
0: Um, so
1: <laughs> yeah, we what are did we drinking today. Um, I, so we, we stopped and grabbed this earlier. It's Hirsch selected whiskeys, the horizon straight bourbon whiskey, because we've had the orange Hirsch fire really good and not crazy expensive this i think was like 45 or yeah, 47. 40, yeah and the other one i think was around the same it sounds like it 55 55 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. which is why i remember that we both do and no idea it's our specialty keeping track uh, I mean, of it's like you
0: said we have a golf event coming up matt's going to be there <laughs> and we're talking about hey we're giving away uh, the watch and the bourbon tasting right and so thorax talking about he's like if anyone questions the quality of the bourbon we're going to give away at our bourbon tasting he goes I don't know if they have a problem or we do, because we post about it so much, people probably know that we're alcoholics and have really good bourbon, but we're not alcoholics, but we have really good bourbon. I was like, you know, I just, <laughs> the fact that every podcast has it, it's all mm-hmm. over LinkedIn. I could see where people would question it though, but. I
2: don't totally think they're gonna good. question. They're just gonna look up what you're providing.
0: They're really uh yeah. we're gonna tell them later we're gonna tell them okay. we're doing some private selects that you can Ooh. only get yeah you know big brand not, not not leaking it
1: out early no
0: we'll leak it out later but we're uh, trying
1: our best to hold everything close to our chest Yeah, we're but anyone in forward.
0: minnesota acg golf outing hit it up if you want to potentially win uh
1: like the watch uh tudor
0: yeah i always say tudor i don't know
1: why i go french Tudor. It, i it think it it's happens. tudor Peglios exactly i don't
0: know but crown jewelry hooked us up we're double sponsoring the event um so yeah good watch to check out but back to the hirsch flavor profile i don't know if matt's had a sip in the last 45 minutes but thor what's your uh, take on it
1: it i mean for for price point right for 40 45 bucks it's not horrible but i would say it's like that c range or like i would give it maybe a 67. So eight. we just
0: need to backtrack from it. It's not horrible, but it's a C. Like no, I, no, don't, I don't I'm know what it's your quality
1: got, it's of got A's got and, B's got, and B's are. It's got, a lot
2: of people graduate with C's. Yeah. Okay. I mean at C, least they
1: C, get C plus or B no, minus. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it like a C but then C.
0: it is horrible if it's a no, C
1: it's like there are some that are just horrible and like I just can't drink. This is tolerable, but it's not like quite middle of the road. It's slightly below it. But I'm going to go with 67. 67. Below the middle mm. of the
0: road? So you're okay with below average in your life?
1: Mm. I'm not <laughs> that, is average. that.
0: No, he says below average. Now, technically, wouldn't it be C plus? Would it be average? B minus? I don't know. We have just A, F, B, C, middle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Love All right, what are you thinking there? over there?
0: One through 100, you got you to gotta number it
2: one through a hundred yeah I'm going with like a 67. It was
0: brutal, so we kept landing on six sevens and eights over and over again so you didn't you just go decimal range. point come on no one through 120 more fun I'm an accountant meaning him that's why he's doing decimals oh absolutely I'm just doing big numbers again
1: my number 67 I'm going with it's got a lot of heat and I feel like it's really oaky and I'm not saying it's anything to write home about but for 45 bucks yeah
2: not terrible yeah i mean i would agree i mean it's definitely got the heat to it i would uh, i might give you a little bit more just to get it a you know that average rating
0: if that's where we're going from like a 74. get it up a little bit higher (laughs) i love it this is good (laughs) i like it so what's the biggest tone you're getting off is it oak is it caramel is it i mean i'm getting the oak
2: for
1: sure I mean, I, it, mm-hmm. before
2: he said oak, I would have said woody, because, you
1: know, my yeah, taste buds aren't yeah, like food that. Food but it, but yeah. it, it's just, it's, and I'm just guessing at oaky, but that's where my mind goes from the smell and taste. I like it. So I would rather drink water out of my dog
0: bowl. Uh, I think it's complete <laughs> trash. don't oh. like it at all. I give it a solid 44.
1: As you're razzing my 67. Okay. Yeah. No, that's.
0: Okay. No, I'm razzing you because you said it was, eh, it's pretty good. <laughs> give it 60. I'm like, I didn't. You, mine it. by the way, so a C is above 70. You didn't even give your number above 70, so you gave it a C and then you dropped it to a D. I'm just trying to help you out, brother, going, I think you don't like it as much as you do, and you're scared to be harsh on the Hirsch, you know? Like that, double entendre. (laughs) Well, you Uh, you gotta
2: add a little bit to it for the people you're drinking with, right? So he was trying to bring it up a little bit.
0: Yeah, I don't care, it's horrible. Don't like it at all. It feels like I'm just drinking a bag of corn that someone put in a blender with water and then just brought the juice out and put it into a glass. Almost as bad as the Heaven Hill 21 near straight corn. That's what I categorize it with. Don't enjoy it at all. Okay. At all. That's fair. Uh, and, and part of it, I'm gonna be honest, audience, part of it is the other Hirsch crush. So super, super peeved. My standards are a little higher. But even then, I'm not going above 44, I'm not doing it. Sticking there, dying on that hill.
1: No, that's totally fine.
0: Which now, if you question if I'm brutally honest, and my bourbons are not.
1: Yeah. No, that's fair. And well, and again, it's it's one of those moments that at different price points. Still no price degree? point should be nope. nineteen
0: dollars. Um, so
2: man. I would say though if you raise that price point, I would lower the score. I do think Ooh. that's
0: a I think that is an effect. Audience, honestly. Man, matter. I really
1: appreciate you yeah. being here today. It's it's refreshing. Re- it's refreshing.
0: So before we wrap it up, biggest like business lesson. So hopefully we kind of tease this, you would be having to answer it. Whether it's personally just throughout your life, it could be in college, you'd be working at ABDO, like what's the biggest lesson you've learned? In business, that an individual could take with them is a, a nugget of wisdom. That's all. No, but it doesn't. No, don't take wisdom. No, I knew it. The minute I said nugget of wisdom, it, and he's like, and nope. expect that it's just like this one line of. Oh, blows. it's got to be. I'm going to be quoted for years yeah, for like, this comment. It doesn't need to be that. It's just like, hey, that's a cool way to look at something or a lesson you've learned that I wouldn't get to in my world.
2: Uh, what I'd say is, I think it took me a long time to realize that when you're approaching clients, you're trying to solve their problems and you're not trying to sell yourself like selling yourself is difficult yes you can do it people are less interested about that but they're more about solving their problems and figuring out what's going on with their situation so if whatever you're doing if you can figure out what your customer's problem is and direct towards that it makes it easier than having to try and sell yourself
1: I like it yeah I would say that's wise words I mean you can disagree
2: with me but
0: no I, I no i think it's super simple. i don't think you ever sell yourself i mean that's i was just talking to some the other week that asked i it's like third time i probably told the story but whatever well they they asked like how do you go to an event and sell yourself so everyone remembers you and oh, wants to yeah. talk to you and i said <laughs> no 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 no. i said i go to an event to remember people not to be remembered it's that simple and i reach out to people i connected with simply because one yeah i'm hoping one day we can do business together we all want to make money anyone out there who thinks they don't you're a liar uh, we all want to make money but more importantly i want to make money with people i like mm-hmm. so if i like you first and have fun even if it's for 10 years well yeah it's leading also, with one day something happens cool and mm-hmm. if it doesn't but i get to like cheer you on as you continue to crush your career and him and i are cheering each other and like just dragging each other we don't really get it we either both crushing or both failing <laughs> so that's just cool uh it, it makes it way more fun so that's my viewpoint on mm-hmm. it I, I'm putting you on the spot, so I'm super sorry. Do you remember who's the guest next week? Because we do have more guests coming on.
1: Um, I believe it is Tiffany.
0: Oh, let's go. Yeah. So y'all like Tiffany. She talks about a lot about like supply chain. She worked at Cargill. A lot of great experience. One of our number one recommendations for like processes and operations viewpoint. She's actually meeting with one of a potential client that turned into no, you contact the wrong people you want her uh, out of Illinois. But again, I hope she wins it because... He, she needs him. They need she need both ways, mutually beneficial. So it's great. But until Tiffany comes on, we appreciate him, Matt
1: joining. Yeah, thank you, Matt. Thank it's you been for inviting. A pleasure. Me. And as always, guys, stay hungry, stay humble, stay at it.